If you would, one more time, let Sister Miranda and Eddie know how much we appreciate them. Yes. That's good worship right there. Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Uh, we're going to have a time of devotion and prayer tonight. And uh, this is where we come together. It's a great crowd. How many enjoyed the chili? Yeah. All right. Okay, got your bellies full. Michael, keep you awake. Don't worry about it. But uh, tonight we're going to go, and if you have tithes and offerings, you can drop them off at the boxes on your way out tonight if you want to as well. Also, the Christmas production is coming along. Sounds of Christmas starts on December 11th. I have some flyers out there at the information desk. If you have a place or a business or something to hang, hang some of them up or pass them out, please stop by the night and take some with you. We won't get the word out as much as we can. We've got a lot of advertising planned. We've been doing Facebook and stuff. If you see it on Facebook, share it for us. We'd appreciate it. We want to fill the house up so the, the community can come in here into this church and to hear the gospel. That's the whole purpose of the whole production. Okay. Well, so tonight uh, we're going to go to a time of our devotion. So would you please welcome Brother Mike Burton. Amen. God's good, isn't he? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I always say he is. He's good all the time. We know that. And, uh, but we're glad to be here tonight. If you've got your Bibles, if you don't mind, just turn to uh, the book of Ephesians chapter 6. Very, very well-known passage of Scripture. We'll get into the Word of God and, and pray. Uh, man, aren't you glad that God answers prayer? And uh, in the midst of everything that's going on, I'm, I'm thankful that we got a God that we're able to go to in the time of trouble and time of uh, disaster, time of famine, time of need, just in time to just praise him because we want to praise him, that there's a God that we could just pray and know that he loves us and that he cares for us and that he believes in us. He believes in us and that's why he chose us. We're a, a, we're a holy nation. We're a people that God looked down from heaven and said, you know, I think they're, they're usable. And I created them in my image, so there's going to be a time that they're going to do great exports for me because I just have confidence in, in what I created and what I've done that I can finish the work. And aren't you glad that God is, it doesn't matter how old we are or how young we are, that we are still being used and worked for by the Lord. And uh, uh, so uh, he uses us if we just allow him because we're the vessels of God. And, and uh, so I'm thankful for him tonight. But I want to preach on just a, a thought. I'm going to read the whole uh, armor of God scriptures there. But uh, really a lot of my focus will be on chapter uh, 6, verse 10, where it says, Finally, my brother... Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So I want to stay there mostly, and I'll probably move around just a little bit. But finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I want to talk a little bit just on the subject of walking in confidence. Don't you think that we need a lot of confidence in the day and age in which we live? It's easy to have confidence when everything's going good. It's easy to uh, walk in confidence when things are fine. But boy, when their backs are against the wall, sometimes it's hard to have confidence. And sometimes it's hard to believe in you or even something in you. It's just hard to believe. 
Sometimes we just walk by faith and not by sight, and I'm so thankful that God gives us those scriptures to uh, trust him in, but uh, I'm glad tonight that we have confidence in him. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Church, we are, as a body of Christ, we need to walk more in confidence in the 22nd year of our Lord today, 2022, than ever before. Uh, I know for me, in my age, it's a lot different today than what it was when I was growing up. Things are a little bit different in society than what I was growing up in. And, uh, but, you know, I always had confidence in my mom and my dad, and uh, I never thought about uh, the clothes on my back or uh, the pants that I wore. I never thought about, uh, I've been a fortunate kid, that I didn't have to worry about shoes. I just always believed in my mom and dad that we, they would supply the need for me. Uh, never thought about what if I don't have a pair of shoes today. Never thought about what if I uh, don't have a, a shirt to button up today and go to school with. I just always believed that my mom and my dad would take care of me. And I think most of us has done that. We just, you know, whether you want to say it's confidence or whatever you want to say, we've always just believed that it's going to be okay. Uh, but when I, when I begin to serve the Lord, I, I, I begin to realize that there was something that I never dreamed of. And there was a God that loved me and a God that wanted to uh, bless me and a God that wanted to give me prosperous and wanted me to have good health and not bad health. A God that wanted me to be made whole and not, not incomplete. But I realized that I served a God that loved me and that cared for me and that wanted to do great things in my life. So uh, as we walk in confidence today in the Lord and in the power of his might, it just simply means, if I can read this word right, I don't know if I get it right, uh, but it's a Greek word here, might or strength is power. It's called katras in the power. It's in the power of God's demonstration in our lives that God walks. It's in walking in the demonstration that God has given us. Church, we are a body that needs to have confidence. Do you know people that has a lot of confidence that you just look at them, man, they're confident in anything. Not the one that walks around and says, oh, I'm sorry I burned the mashed potatoes tonight or, oh, I'm sorry that I offend you, uh, which, you know, that's okay to say I'm sorry about a lot of things, but there's some people that you know that always says I'm sorry, oh, shoot, I messed up or, oh, don't have much confidence in very much of, of anything in life. But then there's others, you look at them and there's all kinds of confidence in their life. They walk, they have that statue, they walk and they're just confident in every, everything that they do, man. They can just do it and nobody uh, asks whether they can or not. They just know that they can do whatever they need to do. There was a guy, and I know that we've talked about this before, and I've even spoke about it before, and you've heard people talk about it. I think somebody said it here a while back, but there was a, how many has been to Niagara Falls? Okay, I haven't, but uh, there was a guy there that um, years ago, I forget what year it was in, but it was way before our time, and he was a guy by the name of Blondin. He was a high line tight walker. 
He could walk across Niagara Falls, you know, when most of you probably heard that little story. And if you go to Niagara Falls, they say that they got a thing there set up that you can read the story about this guy called Blondin. Anyways, he would tie a rope from one end across the Niagara Falls to the other end. And they said that this man was a great tight roper and that he could really, really just amazing, just go across it, even though the waterfalls down there and everything's going on. They said at one time he set it up and people come from far and wide just to watch Blondin uh, come across this tightrope. And to their amazement, the day came and there was Blondin and he walked uh, on that tightrope and began to walk across the highline wire there. And and to the people's amazement, he made it. They was astonished that he made it. And and, uh, and he asked people, he said, do you think that I could go back across just like I did? And the crowd hooped and hollered, and we know the story that they said, yeah, you could do that, Blondin, you could do that. And he said, do you think I can do it with somebody on my back? Oh, yeah, hooray, yeah, you could do it. And all those that was saying that they could do it, he pointed on me and said, sir, would you get on my back? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> sir, would you get on my back? Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> All of, all of a sudden, the people that had confidence in him, they began to lose that confidence because they had to trust him to get to the other side. So all of a sudden, nobody would do it. And all of a sudden, Blondin was just looking out there and all across the crowd, all of a sudden, his manager raised the hand. He said, I'll go with you. And so it's Blondin's manager that got on his back and he took his manager across on the other side and he made it with And you know why he did it? Because he had confidence in what he could do. He had confidence in himself. They said that, uh, was it uh, President Roosevelt? They said that he was a two-time president. And they said that he was a very confident man in himself. Said people liked to follow him because he had great confidence. And they trusted him. They believed in him. And he would walk in a room and people just, something about Roosevelt that they really liked. They said that, after years, Roosevelt ended up dying, and they said that when he, he died, he, he went to heaven, and he told St. Peter, he said, St. Peter, this crowd of, that's singing, he said, you need a thousand sopranos. He said, you need to get a thousand tenors. And then he said, you need to get a thousand of those that can just have that voice that would just make a difference. And St. Peter said, well, what about the bass? He said, I'll take care of that. Confidence. Sometimes we lack confidence. But Ephesians says in 1 and 6, he who has begun a good work in us, he will finish it. He that begun a good work in us. And this is where I want to build your confidence tonight, church. We are the church of the living God. And Jesus said that he that has begun a good work in us, that he will do what? He will finish it. You need to look at somebody and say, my life ain't over until Jesus says it's over. Because he that begun a good work in us, he's going to finish it. Even in through 2022, if the heavens ever felt like that they would shut up to you and it felt like nothing was happening 
and no one was being healed, no one was being delivered, no one was being set free, I will still trust in the glory of my God and the God of my salvation. Even when things don't seem like they're going the way they should, I still have confidence in the man that created me from the dust of the ground and said that I am made in his image. Have you ever been in a place where you just prayed and thought, God, where are you at? Have you ever been in a place where you just turn around and there's funeral after funeral, death after death, uh, uh, sickness after sickness, and we say, oh God, where art thou? I have. But then I get to thinking about what the book says. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll go everywhere with you. I'll go all the way with you. I will still trust in the God of my salvation. I will still trust in the God that has brought Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out of the furnace fire. Even when things didn't look good, they still said, listen, king, whether, you, whether, whether it happens or not, we're not going to bow down to your God. And so these three guys in the midst of everything that was going on, they just simply said, listen, if we had to step into it, I'm going to step into it. Church, we're in an era and a time in our lives in America where America, we don't understand a lot of things about happening in America today. A lot of things we don't know what's going on in our society. We see what's happening here in our little boot hill, but we really don't know what the cities are about. We don't know what they're really doing. We just think they're all a bunch of nuts and things going crazy in our world. The Bible says, what time I'm afraid, I will trust in you, O God. What time I don't understand what's going on in our situations and our lives and what's not happening and what should be happening and what I don't understand why it's not happening, I simply still going to walk in confidence that I serve the creator of the universe. I'm going to step out and believe that the man that put the stars and the moon in its place and set the sun in the right place and the orbit that spins around that you and I are on that slowly spins while we're just sitting here. We can't even feel it moving, but there's a God in heaven that created us that this world is spinning on axles that he did. I still trust in him tonight. I have the confidence that it's not over until God says it's over. I still trust in the God of my salvation I believe that God will take care of us tonight when it says, finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. The demonstration that Christ said that, that when he raised his son from the dead, that same spirit that lives in him lives in us, I trust that it does. I trust that there's a spirit that's gonna raise me up one day. I trust that I'm gonna split the eastern skies one day. I trust that this mortal body shall put on mortality, immortality. Why? Because I believe that I could very well go through the rapturing of the church. So I trust in him today. Church, in, in this midnight hour that we're in and then uh, we're living and we hear pastors and preachers and prophets all the time talking about that we are living in the time that the rapture could take place any moment. I have confidence that I'll be in the rapture. I have confidence that that day comes and I'm still alive in this fleshly body. I believe that this mortal body is going to be transformed. I believe that God is still God today despite everything else.
When they say the economy's going down and everything's going to fall apart, I still believe if you're a businessman that God's got his eye upon you. I still believe that you're covered under the shadow of the Almighty. I still believe that God's got great confidence that he that begun that work in you, he's going to finish it today. I just believe it. I will still trust God that there is a Daniel that's somewhere in America that's in a lion's den, and when they come out of it, they're not going to be touched. I still believe there's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that's going through a furnace of fire, and that when they get out of it, that they're not going to smell stenched. I still believe that today. I still believe that Daniel, there's a Daniel here tonight in this church. You might be feeling like you're being ate by the lions, but let me tell you, if you just confidently trust in God, God's going to see you through. See, I believe there's David's fighting the lion and the bear in here tonight. See, I have confidence that we are more than just mortal people with just mortal bodies and that we only physically strong. I understand that. But I believe there's a spirit that can rise within us, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. And if I have to fight a lion, if I have to fight a bear, I believe there's a spirit of God in me that's going to rise up. Why? Because I believe there's a confidence in God that we can trust in him. See, I believe that we fight lions and bears all the time. I believe that we are what I call on the winning side tonight, church. I believe that we're winners tonight. I've read the back of the book. I've seen it. I've read the story. I've seen where Satan's going to be cast as lightning into hell. I've seen where the redeemed are going to be gathered in. I've seen where we're going to be sitting at the supper of the Lamb. I see that we're going to ride back on white horses one day as Christ comes and destroys the world. I've seen it all because this book tells me it is. I have confidence I'm going to be riding on a white horse next to somebody in this place. That's not just fact. It's not just something I want to build up. It's not something that, I mean, excuse me, it's not just fiction. It's not something I just want to build up a mind and say, I hope it does. It's fact tonight, church, that we could trust in God and have confidence that I'm walking in the movement of the Holy Spirit, that I'm walking confidently in what God says. If he says I'm healed, I'm healed. If he says I, you need a miracle, he's a miracle-working God. It doesn't matter what happens Today, if he says it's his and we can have it, I believe it tonight. I do not worry about anything else. I just know that he's a miracle-working God. I don't go by what I see. I go by what I know and I know. There's a difference. <laughs> There's a David fighting a lion and a bear. And that same David's going to carry a head around before long because he's going to take it from the giant Goliath. We just need to take back what the devil's tried to steal from us. We just need to take it back with confidence. I know whom I believe and I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which he's put in me tonight. See, I believe we got to walk in confidence. I believe that I still believe in miracles. I believe in the working power of God. I still believe that there's a Zacchaeus up there in a tree somewhere that needs to come down. 
and that God's using you and I with confidence to reach the unreachable, to touch the untouchable, to move the unmovable tonight. See, I believe in confidence that God has called us for such a time as this. He didn't put you in the Western days. He put you in these days. Huh? He didn't put you where there was guns slinging and, well, they're slinging. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. But he, he didn't put you in the cowboy's days. He put you right in this day. He didn't put you in grandma and grandpa's day where people didn't have orange hair and pink hair and gray lipstick, black fingernails. Stay. Because he said whether we agree or not, there's still people that need to be reached. And he said, all you got to do is walk in confidence that I'm the God that can make a way where there seems to be none. He didn't put you in a day where you'd hide in the closet if you was gay or lesbian. He put you in this day where they're out of the closet. He didn't put you in a, in a place where a woman wanted to be a man and a man wanted to be a woman. He didn't put you in that area. He put you in this area. And I have confidence that if God chose me to be here today, he can use me in this 21st century. And if he puts you here, he's got you here for a purpose. Created wonderfully, created by God. In your mother's womb, he knew you. So if we walk confident in God, Zachariah that needs to come down of a tree because there's need to be salvation brought to his house today. So I don't care if they got pink hair, orange hair, gray lips, black lips, orange, whatever. I believe there's some that still has a visitation with God that they must need to be to God. And God says, listen, the only way they're going to get there is through you. Because I've chosen you and ordained you. I've chosen you for such a time and day as this. I can do anything that I want to do, God says, but I choose to work through the vessels. And we're his vessels tonight. You're his vessel. I'm a vessel. We're vessels of God. And we could be vessels of honor unto him tonight. See, as we look in the 21st century and we're trying to figure out what's going on, we're missing it. We're missing it. God's still moving whether the, we like it or not. He just may not be moving in the direction we think he should be right now. And I have confidence in him that, that he's doing what he knows to do. If I listen to him and not lean to my own understanding, and if I acknowledge him in all my ways and his ways, you know what he said he'd do? He'll direct my path. So I, I'm, I'm learning. And I'm, I'm getting this message for me tonight. Because I'm trying to learn to walk in confidence again. I'm trying to start it all over. Because when I was a young man, in hell or out of hell could stop me. If they was devil possessed, I'd say, bring them on. <laughs> thought I was something because I walked in the power of his might. I didn't think I was anything, but I just knew that he flowed through me, and so I wasn't worried about anything. I trusted in him. I was up in a prayer meeting on a Sunday night just praying to God. Hadn't been saved three weeks, and all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost fell on me, and I began to speak in a language that I didn't even know there was. 
And I knew then that God chose me for something special. And I had confidence. But somewhere along the line, church, if we're not careful, we lose our confidence in who we're serving. Sometimes we get bombarded with the things of this world that just creeps in and gets all over us that our minds get fluttered and flustered. It's not that we don't trust him and believe in him. It's that we lose our confidence that, whew, on, Lord. Who strengthens me? Paul, when he wrote the book of Philippians, he was near the end of his life. And when he wrote it, he said, being confident of this one thing, that he that he began a good work in me will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. Man, that's pretty awesome right there. That God that started a good work in Paul Paul was one of the most humblest men that I've ever known. But yet he was one of the most powerful men in scripture that I've known. But even in the last of the last days of his life, and Paul said it in two or three different areas, he had such a humble spirit about the presence of God. He said, I am, in his, one of his last times that he ever wrote, he says, I am the chief among sinners. But he had the confidence that God could do anything through his life. He walked in the confidence of God. Wow. Wow. Can I tell you tonight that you're just not anybody, but you're somebody in the eyes of the Lord. And God has called you for such a time as this. Through everything that's going on in our world, through our government system, all the way down to everything that's happening in our local town. I got confidence that God can see us through. I got confidence that he that began a good work is going to finish it. And he that spoke it, it will come to pass. This church has been prophesied about, hadn't been in the privilege of being in all of the prophecies that's been prophesied about it. But I have confidence that if God spoke it, it's going to come to pass. I believe that God's got Paul's and Peter's, Daniel's, Zacchaeus in this church. I believe that God's got Paul's and Peter's and Zacchaeus's and Daniel's, Moses's and David's, Isaiah's, prophets of old out there in this world that Jesus says, I'm looking for a church that has confidence enough in me that it doesn't matter what it looks like, that I'm going to bring them in in this last day harvest. And we're that church. We're that people that God says, I want to use the palace. I want to use the palace. I've got a Joe Carpenter that wants to do great things for me. I've got a Randy West that has the desire to reach the unreached. I've got a Pastor Miller that wants to see a harvest of souls come into this kingdom. Not for his glory, but for God's glory. You got people like Brother Person and Cochran's that loves 
those that may be less fortunate than what we was, that has a heart that believes that God can bring in a harvest of them. And we got a harvest. Huh? Come on, let's give the Lord a hand. We've got a harvest. It's not by might nor by power, by my spirit, says the Lord. So we all have a dream. We all have a vision. But I do know this, that dreams do come true. So I come tonight. I don't know if it's made any sense to you, but I want you to have confidence in the God that you serve and believe him tonight, not for just the normal, but for the supernatural. Stand with me tonight, would you?